Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. The gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where it's a hard questions like, how do you summon a mind goblin? Uh, Easy, watch this. Ritz, how much do you know about mind goblins? Um, a lot. I have a lot of books on them. Yeah. <laughs> I just made a yeah. noise that really hurt my throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ritz. Hey, 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 Ritz. Yeah. Mind Goblin D's not? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! You did it. Yes! You did it. Oh, I'm Ritz. gonna put in my two weeks. <laughs> no, no! Ritz just left call. Oh, Ritz just left call. Oh no, my chest hurts. I think I'm having a heart attack. Are you having fun? <laughs> I'm really proud of you. <laughs> I've been waiting all week and I was so scared he was gonna see like one of the fucking TikToks making the joke. I was so scared he was gonna fucking call me out. I had a fucking, like, plan for if he knew what of like, the fucking joke in advance. Reds, hello, I'm so sorry. Was it funny? Like, I'm in pain. Does that make you feel better? Well, I hope the pain dulls you into a clearer sense of mind. <laughs> Clearly you fucking lost it. No, this is supposed to be a fucking serious ca- a session, but I'm so fucking lost in the sauce. Oh, we really- stay lost. Oh, give me a second. I have to fucking flatten my face out. Ah, oh, you enjoying okay. yourself? 
I've that's been a fucking joke I've been waiting for literally like half a week to make. The fucking fear that Ritz would be like, haha, okay, Mind Goblin these nuts. The moment I said Mind Goblin. The fear I felt waiting for this fucking session. And then Ritz not immediately answering Mind Goblin these nuts. My perfect victory. Yeah, Light Yagami? Is that you? <laughs> yeah. We wanna play some Pathfinder. Yeah. After after we stop this recording, Darian and I are lo no longer friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll do it for the rest of the episode, but we're it's it's done, it's over. Yeah, I'll buy you back, man, don't worry. I I yeah, have yeah, ways sure. to make you talk. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm sure you do. Kiki the white do people we... are at it again. <laughs> <laughs> do we wanna play some Pathfinder, everyone? Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, so Previously in Extinction Curse. Oh god, being underground is a chore. Um, we started off facing off against a giant frog hemat on our path to the Cradle of Worms, a place where supposedly we would find one final Aeon Orb uh, left by Arden in uh, the uh, radioactive Black Desert. Uh, but first you had to get there, and uh, you met a load of- you met a giant frog monster called a frog Hema, and he was like, Blark, and you guys were like, fuck you, and you killed it. And you kept walking, and you found an old Zulga outpost, and you were really sad because there was a lot of tragic memories here um, from people who died in the past. And then there were some fucking um, Sally Skeletons, I don't know what you fucking call them, uh, anatomy, and anatomy dummies uh, called Urdafan, uh, and they were like, Blark, and you were like, ah, and Ariadu fucking one-shot them all, and they ran away. And uh, you kept walking, and then you saw some cave worms, and they were like, Blark! And you were like, ah! And then a fucking mountain of flesh came out of the ground and fucking ate them. And Royari, who had uh, had a hallucinogen uh, hallucinogenic trip earlier, uh, immediately recognized it as Istasil, uh, the horror beneath the black sands. A giant undead shagot, uh, which is essentially a mountain of meat and madness. Um, and it didn't attack you. It seemed a little put off by your, uh, radiant, uh, reflections. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, it sure was. So, um, you now have that, and you're continuing through, uh, the Black Desert, looking to somehow find this Cradle of Worms and the mysterious Zulkunde, where it is supposedly kept. And uh, I think that's where we're going to start today, everybody. Are we all ready to hop into character? Mm-hmm. Okay. Green lights sparkle in the sky above. Well, the ceiling above. Shedding light down on you all in the form of deadly radiation. You're nearing the end of your first day in the Black Desert. You don't know how much longer you'll be able to keep going before this radiation gets to you more. You haven't shown any symptoms yet, but it's only a matter of time. You're all sat around a little campfire. There's no there night here, but the fatigue that your bodies were starting to feel was warning you that it was time for rest. The fire is not made with wood, for there's no wood anywhere near you. Instead, it is made with uh, small cave critters, which um, were caught by uh, Helg Eats the Eaters, your Gug Guide, and um, 
the bones and like uh, non-edible bits have been kind of cast into a fire, uh, started by our very own Ariato, while uh, the rest of you eat the surprisingly not terrible cave meat. Hmm. It's it's a little salty, but like it's not poison, you know. <laughs> uh, Sunny is uh, sitting on Ariato's lap, chewing the crystal. Uh, Helg eats the eaters as not sitting at the campfire. She's like a dozen feet away, uh, munching on some bones. Uh, she is not. She. You've noticed that she has a habit of uh, not being close to you guys. Uh, and you get the feeling it's because she just doesn't want you to see her as a friend. Which only means you have to break her in a little more. <laughs> yeah, she can think that for now. But... She is also maybe a little put off by the fact that um, a giant Shagot just let you go when anyone else it would have devoured. Mm -hmm. It certainly devoured fucking cave worms in front of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, fellas, you all sat around a campfire, eating some cave monsters. What do you do? They bring marshmallows. Did you bring marshmallows? <laughs> you know, I think that Volio just has a stash of weird shit, and I think he brought at least one, maybe. <laughs> a singular marshmallow. Yeah, so he's got like a he's got like a sharp stick that he's cleaned off. It's uh, a bone. Let's be real. It's a bone. There's no sticks in here. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, he carries bones with him. Um You literally took bones from the Frakimut earlier. Literally, literally. It's probably one of them. Um Uh uh but he he's got marshmallow on a sharp end of a uh a carved out bone and he's holding it over the fire. Where did you get that marshmallow? Oh, I brought it from home. I always keep one on me, just in case of emergency. <laughs> one? Mm-hmm. For what emergency? Yeah, wh what kind of emergency <laughs> requires a marshmallow? <laughs> For sitting in front of a fire, not in the house, any, but... Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't understand the question. Okay, Volio. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. I, I understand. Rayari turns to or, or, or leans towards uh, Ariado and is like, I don't actually understand at all. <laughs> um, Just nod and say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think eventually um, though, they're, pro like, they're probably like, they've probably stopped to like, eat and stuff as well, right? Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Then while they're just kind of like talking and eating Rayari eventually is like are you feeling alright by the way after all of the the the, the, you know, the patron stuff those those weird big guys he kind of like kicks his shoe a little bit like at the fire like he's not kicking his shoe off he's just like kicking at the fire a little bit nudging some coals or something. Uh, or whatever they've used to start it. Uh, he's just kind of, like, looking into it. Mm -hmm. I feel... weird. It's... 
a vague way to describe it. Finally getting any knowledge after a hundred years about who I've been serving. That's a long time to not know things. And knowing that uh, I'm cleaning up their mess, they're the ones who caused all this. Well, you're not the only one cleaning up old people's messes. Mm. No, but it's not fun to find out. I understand that. At least I got a sick fucking hammer. You really do have a sick fucking hammer. I do, it's made of glass now. Did you see? Want me to show you again? Uh, please do show me again, dear. He takes out he takes out the hammer. He like slams it on the sand. Rarea golf clubs. Thank you, thank you. Um as you're all sitting there, I think uh suddenly uh you feel a looming presence. Mm-hmm. Because who Is has Helg? returned to the campfire but Helg? Would you like Oh Helg? Would you like food? You've decided Is to she... join us. No, Gunk You don't no. want food. You didn't smell my marshmallow? No, I eat bones, Gunk Marshmallows are a lot sweeter. It's connected to one, and he like waves it in front of her face, Mom. Uh, she holds up something in her hand, and it is uh, Ariado, your fucking bag of holding. <laughs> what? Hey! <laughs> It's all right. I wasn't rooting through your stuff, gug gug gug. I simply wanted to retrieve this. And she pulls out that book that you got from the uh, nature priests. What? Oh. Firewalker's Travels. Huh. I'll be honest, I forgot that was in there. <laughs> well, it is a bag of holding. There's uh, a lot of things in there. <laughs> I had a feeling, gug gug gug. Uh, and she kind of drops down and sits crisscross applesauce. Um, she is, I will repeat, like, nearly ten feet tall, so it's quite strange to see her do it, but she does. <laughs> um, and she, uh, reads through it a little bit, um, and she calls out a, um, short, uh, short passage, which you've already heard. Dizur I, sunken titan, and crown of teeth, each gaze upon the legendary Zulkunda. But none can see it completely. Gug, gug, gug. Don't you find that a cryptic statement? Well, yes. These all sound like landmarks. Areas which we will be able to go to to be able to triangulate the location of uh, Zulkunda. But I've actually found something interesting while perusing these notes. Gug, gug, gug. Oh? It seems that the author, Farwalker, actually visited each landmark described in the journal, gug, gug, gug. And the author implies that they left clues at the site for future travelers to find, gug, gug, gug. Oh? Hmm. Perhaps if we get to these places, we will be able to search them physically in order to find... And she stops suddenly. And she kind of looks around and then stands up. Did you hear that? Go, go, go. No. Hear that? Uh, Should I pull out a weapon? Yes, go, go, go. Oh, dear. <laughs> he pulls out 
Arifir and is like, well, of course, I can't eat in peace. Uh, and I think this time you do hear it. It's a lot louder than the last time. Well, I suppose being happy and calm is not for us, is it? Not until this entire thing's over, I guess. You see something coming over a ridge. And oh fucking Christ. What the fuck? Holy shit. What in the fuck is that? It's surprisingly vibrant for something so a place so gray. So what you see is frightening to say the least. Um it's a humanoid figure um with like electric blue skin and then like a glow around its heart and then like streaks of orange around its like belly. Um it's got weirdly long limbs. Um, arms that nearly go all the way down to the floor um, and end with long, long fingers, each with long sharp tongues. It's completely reptilian. Um, it has a tail. It has digitally grade legs. Um, from its back spouts a number of flailing tentacles uh, with, like, orange glowing lights on them. But what really stands out the most is its head. It's like the head of a moray eel, except um, even more skin packed. There's no flesh, it's just like bone and skin. Like its jaw bones are completely visible. There is not even a scrap of skin covering them. And this weird creature is standing about 12 feet tall and scampering uh, like on all fours towards you before it suddenly lunges and it starts to fly towards you. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, it's got no wings, it is simply doing that. Uh, and then you see three figures on the back, uh, up behind it, kind of following after. They are Urdafan. Um, the same, like, translucent-skinned, uh, creatures. Um, except these ones seem a lot less weak-sauce than the others. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got, like, really powerful magic items on them. Uh, they've each got, like, a turd eye embedded in their forehead. And uh, they are pointing at you and shattering to one another as this creature is dashing towards you. Um, Royari, you feel the Eye of Essence flare open uh, and start to go, like, grow red hot. But Ariato, you don't feel... You aren't feeling, like, the demon chills, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But Royari's thing is certainly flaring to life. Um, also, it's getting very close. It is charging directly towards you. Uh, fellas, do you want to roll initiative? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just chilling, so. I'll stay safe, bro. That's a nat 20. Oh my Jesus. fucking god. Volio <laughs> sees an entity, is like, it's time to kill. He's always like this. 43. Also a nat 20? Oh my god! Uh. Okay. Ariana and Bolio play rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> uh, did you both get uh, 43? No, uh, you go first, Ariana, because you got yeah, higher initial roll total. High. Okay. Uh, Rory, you got. Uh, you're not rolling? Yeah, no. I do have my weapon out, though. Yeah, you all have your weapons out. You were given enough warning by hell curing them. Okay, so top of the order is Ariato. Um, Ariato, you don't know what the fuck that thing is. 
Um, but it's big, it's mean, and it's ugly. Um, and it is coming directly for you, like it is flying through the air, uh, propulsed by some weird energy. Um, what do you do? Can I try to figure out what it is? Absolutely. You can roll me a religion check. Oh, good. Okay. Um, 27. It seems like some kind of fiend. It's not a demon, though. And judging by the fact that there's Ordafan around it, you're actually going to guess that this thing is probably some kind of daemon. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't get those senses. Okay. Uh, you have three actions left? What do you do? You could try to figure it out again if you so chose. You have another three actions. But, like, yeah, it's on you. Uh... We're gonna try again. We're gonna try again. See what happens. Okay, roll me another religion check, and I'll drop the DC a little bit. <laughs> Not necessary. <laughs> Not necessary. I'm rolling with roll. I'm rolling with roll twenty here. That's oh all. My that's all God. I <laughs> Literally, I'm like. Sometimes I'm like, maybe KK's dice are weighted. No, even roll twenty does this shit. <laughs> What's the roll, KK? Uh, Nat twenty forty five. Okay, so that is, yeah, that's a crit. Um, you actually click what this thing is very quickly. This is an Astrodaemon, also known by the moniker of a Void Daemon. Okay. Cool. Um, so what you know about Astrodaemon is that they are some of the most deadly of daemons. Like, they're bad. They're really, really bad. Um... So you know that uh, these unnerving, almost reptilian daemons represent death by direct assault against a soul or life force. The same numbing death they bring with their fell touch. Rarely seen on the material plane, astrodaemons spend most of their time hunting the pathways between the living world and the afterlife. There, they capture migrating souls, snatching them from their rightful rewards or punishments and dragging them to Abaddon as tribute to their undying masters. These horrifying predators of the dead can also be found stalking the banks of the River of Souls in the Astral Plane, where they constantly hunt for new victims. Um, to put a long story short, these things are soul xenomorphs. Cool. Uh, so when you're not 20, what you know is um, they will eat souls. Okay. If you die within uh, 30 feet of this thing, it eats your soul. Jesus. Um, it gains a load of HP, uh, gets a buff to damage, and it will hurt you real bad. Another wow. thing that you know about it is that these things have the ability of displacement. Their body bends lighter random, appearing shifted from its true position. So you know that anytime you attack it, you have to make a flat check as if it were hidden. Straight up because where you think it is, it isn't actual. It is straight up, what you see is a mirage, because its body is literally reflecting lights to be elsewhere. That's cheating. Yeah, it is. You've got two actions left. Oh god! <laughs> uh, okay, uh... She thinks on her feet a little bit, she, uh, maybe slightly panics, and uh -huh. gauges the distance between her and them. 60 feet, not bad. Uh, uh, I need 
a reflex save from all four of them. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 45 for the Astrodamon. All right. <laughs> okay, great success, I guess. And uh, a 34 for the uh, Urdefan. Uh, and also success. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah, these guys are much more powerful than you, than the ones you've met previously. The, they, this is like shock troops. Well, uh, wow, that's a lot of ones. Jesus. Okay, so I mean, uh, they take half of twenty-one from flame strike. Okay, uh, so the Ordafan uh, are going to take eleven damage each. Mm-hmm. Um. But you see the Astrodamon fucking, like, zip, like, anime style, like, zip left, zip right, and then accelerate towards you through the air, its hands raised as if it's ready to attack, as it lets out another god-awful scream. <laughs> um, yeah, not good, huh? Uh, is that your turn? Reaction puts a, sh- puts a hand on your shoulder like I'm tapping you in this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Volio, it is your turn. Oh, good God! What do? Oh. Um. Well, they're up there. They're up there. Having it. Um. Volio's gonna spread some wings. Uh, okay. And Ooh. direct action. Gonna collide. Um, yeah, I think that'd be fucking epic and really <laughs> sad. So he's okay. Gonna do that. Um, All right. And collide with a hammer. Collide with a hammer to the face. I think it's good. Uh, how many actions would it take to do that? Well, you already have your hammer out. So two actions to fly right up to it, and one action to hammer strike. You have one action left. I'll rage to make it a harder hit. Okay, cool. So Volio, you fucking sonic rain boom through the air, lay a colossal hang Kong as you fly towards it. Charging directly for it. That is a 45 to hit. I need you to roll me, however, a d20. Okay. I don't like that, but sure. It's a 13. Okay, you don't hit the illusion. You hit the real deal. Volio, cool. that is a direct hit with the fucking Astrodamon. Um, roll that damage for me. That's 27 plus 4 plus 6. Uh... That's 37 damage. Yes. Okay, Volio, 37 damage directly to the face of the Astrodamon as uh, Hammer meets face and lets a screeching hiss, um, stopping momentarily as it stumbles back and stares at you with fury. Um, Not good. Well, good for good for you, not for it. Uh, Is that your turn? Uh, Yeah, essentially. Okay, bad for you, actually. It is the Astrodamon's turn. Um, the Astrodamon screams a little bit more, laying out another one of those hissing roars. Um, it's not even trying to communicate, it is going directly for you. Um, it is, go- it brings down its jaws into your, uh, into your shoulder. That is going to be a 40 tree to hit. That's a crit. Okay. That is going to be, uh, 19 times 2. Uh, that's gonna be 38 damage, Volio. Uh, you feel some, like, horrid energy spew into your shoulder as well, but you don't take any damage, which is to say it did evil damage. 
Um, okay. But you're neutral, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Ah, shit. And then you need to make me a fortune save. 37. Okay, that's just about a success. Um, You just take 11 negative damage. Um, As when it pulls back, you see a trail of, like, wispy smoke following its mouth coming from you. And you realize, oh, God, that's my soul. Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's eating at my soul. Cool. Um, It then is going to... um, cast a spell on you. Okay. Um, and you are going to need to make me a fortune save again. Okay. 45. Okay, that is a success. Uh, meaning that you are going to, uh, yeah, you take half damage from this. Uh, no damage because of Juggernaut. Sex. It was casting Finger of Death on you. It oh my pulls God. up a finger, it glows bright orange, and it blasts energy into you that you just shoulder off. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, when it fails this, it drops its... It, like, kind of drops onto the floor standing before you, and it roars directly in your face. Um, it is the Ordofans turn. The Ordofans are arguing each other. They're still pointing at you, um, not getting too close, but they don't do anything. They spend the entire turn uh, sh- kind of shouting at each other um, in uh, undercommon, you think? Mm-hmm. Um, but they are not speaking it loud enough for you to hear, Volio, because there's, in fact, a screaming eel demon in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Helg's turn. Helg kind of, like, uh, comes out to the side, and uh, she raises her hands and says, Clown! Duck! And she uh, is going to blast a purple worm sting into this tank. Uh, So that's going to be a fortune save from the Astrodamons. That is a 30 against Helg's against Helg's spell DC. That is going to be a fail. So uh, that is going to be a total of Oh, cool! So, um... So she spent one action rushing up to the Astrodamon, and then she kind of, like, pulls one of her fists back, and it turns into a giant stinger, and she decks the thing in the face. Um, and when it does, purple venom starts spewing into its body, and it is now poisoned. Um, it is enfeebled, uh... Enfeebled 2. Um, and on top of that, it's gonna take 3d6 poison damage. Uh, so all of its strength checks are going to be uh, one lower, or two lower even, and Sick. it's going to take nine poison damage. Very cool. Uh, and as a free action, she begins to kind of tug on the Astrodamon's life force with enervating tug. Her bottom iron starts kind of doing that spider thing again, pulling at its soul force. Um, it needs to make a fortitude save. Yeah, no, that's a nat 20. The Astrodemon is not fucking affected by this and will not be affected by this. Oh, God. Um, Hell gets out of- Ah! We must flee! These things are too powerful! Go, go, go! Nah, we'll see. Uh, Royari, it is your turn. Um, your Eye of Essence is wide open, um, and it will help you if you so choose. 
Uh, what do you do? I do like being helped. Um... Uh, Rayari's going to, um, rush towards this, the big giant monster, the one with the j exposed jaw. Mm -hmm, um, the Astrodamon? Yeah, the Astrodamon. He runs towards it, um, mm -hmm. right here in hand, and, um, almost like is almost, almost using it like when somebody's jousting. Except there is no horse, mm -hmm. and Rayari's just running that fast uh, okay. herself. Uh, I'm gonna use a finisher. I'll use a perfect uh, finisher. I think. Well, would you like to? Uh -huh. uh, I'm gonna quickly give you a uh, piece of advice. Would you like to use your smite evil ability? Actually, yeah. I forgot. Rem I I, so, I I forget that I'm not used to swashbuckler a lot. Okay. So, uh, to remind you what this does is, Royari, you can use one action uh, to hold your sword in the air before you attack it and declare this thing a wicked evildoer and uh, channel good damage into it and all of your um, allies... Uh, you'll do six extra good damage on this turn and um, if it continues attacking your friends, you will continue getting benefits from this. Okay. Because it lasts one turn unless it keeps attacking, which... It probably will. Okay. Then, yeah. Rayari is going to smite evil. Okay. Um, Rayari, what do you say? How do you smite him? What do you, how do you condemn him? Uh, Rayari is standing there at first, waiting to to be able to move, um, and looks at Ariado and is like, I don't... This isn't going to sound very professional. Hey, asshole! I'm going to hate you! Um, and then starts. <laughs> As you say this, Royari, your sword glows white, and you hear like a church bell gong, and you sw swing up to the Astrodamon, make me an attack roll. Wait, no, first make me a flat d20 check. No, yeah, sure. I like the image of Royari not giving a shit about learning the actual words to be saying for these things, and it's still working. Mm. It's all feeling. That's not a net 20. Right, professional. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, uh, hmm, how, how do I say this? Uh, so that's a nut, see, it's a nut 20 to, uh, see if you're able to hit it. Um, are you using your perfect finisher? Um, I was going to. Um, okay, so Rari, what I'm going to do is, uh, I'm going to give you a crit card if you hit this thing. Okay. Not crit damage, but I will give you a crit damage. Okay. Okay, I'm glad that I'm using a perfect finisher, because that was a 2. Uh-oh. That's a 12 plus 27. That is a 39. That is literally its AC. Royari, hit him! Okay. Okay. So, uh, this is a finisher? Yes. Okay. So that is going to be uh, 17... Uh, plus four is 21 from the electricity damage. Uh, plus two uh, is going to be 23 from the um, fire damage. Plus 18, that's going to be uh, 23 plus 18. Mm -hmm. uh, that is 41 damage. Um, and you get a crit card as well. Oh, sorry, 41 plus six because you smite, so that's 47. And uh, as you strike into this thing, Royari, um, the wound you leaves seriously uh, hurts it. Uh, like, it lets out a shriek of pain. 
um, and the wound is glowing white. This thing is weak to good damage. So that's an extra 15 weakness damage. Bring up your damage roll to 62 damage, Royari. And on top of that, you get a crit card of, uh, let's see. As you strike into him, you send him reeling. Uh, he stumbles backwards, clutching his body, uh, surprised by this attack. Uh, he's going to be flat footed until the end of his next turn. Sick. Then Rari, uh, Rari, with the action that doesn't actually require an action, literally just turns to to to, to Volio and and Helgen is like, I wasn't sure if that would work. <laughs> All right, Ariadu, it is your turn. Um, the Astrodamon is causing havoc. What do you do? So I heard something about good damage. Oh God. And yeah, uh, you did. Yeah, I did. You're welcome. Um, I have a question. So for the so for our focus spells, mm-hmm. what level should this be? At? Max uh, the max level. It maxes uh, your uh, max spellcasting level. Okay. So, so is it like level eight now? Level nine? Level eight. Okay. So let me do the math real fast. Uh, uh, so five damage. I just lost one. So this is uh, wait three, four, five, six. Seven. Oh no, are you doing- oh no. Times two is 10d6 oh, no. plus the 5d6 and it's a fiend? <laughs> yes, Ariato, it's a fiend. Okay, so that... Well first I have to hit it first. Yeah, uh, make me a flat check before anything else. That one, damn. Do you want to use a hero point? Because otherwise you will colossally miss the real thing. I'll use a hero point, let's see. 14. Okay, a 14? Yeah. Um, Alright, Ariadna, that's that's gonna pass it. See if you can hit it with your, I assume, searing light. Yeah. 40, 42. Okay, that's gonna be a hit. Uh, roll damage, Ariato, as your eyes start to glow and you use your reflection of light to cast Searing Light directly into this fiend. Oh god! How many dice is that? Uh. 15d6. <laughs> Christ in heaven. Go for it. Go for it. 59. That's more than 59, Ariato, because it's weak to good. That is going to be a total of 74 damage as you blast into this thing. It is not looking well. Um, it's starting to reel back. Um, its body, like, every single time you hit it with a good spell, its body, like, weakens considerably. Um, there are patches of white that are just completely glowing, like you kind of scraped off paint, and beneath is just this pure white energy, and it is screaming in pain. Um, you have one action left. What do you do? Uh, she's gonna shield herself just in case it decides to fly over everybody else. Okay. Well, Volio, it's your turn. As Ariadna bubbles herself after fucking nuking this thing, uh, the Astrodamon is really in pain, letting out wild screeches. What do you do? Uh, make it scream some more. Make it, make it a little bit louder by okay. killing it. 35. A 35 is going to be a miss. That's fair. What a 37. Okay, a 37 will be a hit if 
you succeed at a flat check. Okay. As you bring your hammer down, do you hit the real creature? Or do you hit the- oh my fucking gods. Yeah, 20. <laughs> oh my- What is wait, you guys? What the fuck? What is happening? Oh no. <laughs> I, uh, I think Roll20's being good today. Because you know how Roll20 normally has its, like, really bad days? No, Roll20 usually bullies me. Okay, fuck it, I guess. So that'll be a crit card, Volio, and it'll be a- Oh shit, yeah, that'll be a crit card. Um, that's gonna be a magic crit card, too. Um... <laughs> how much damage is that gonna be from your attack? 34. So, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Does that get doubled? Uh, it doesn't get doubled. No. But, you do petrify it. Uh-huh. As you bring your hammer down, Volio, arcane magic sparks through it, and you hit him real hard, but on top of that, uh, it's... There's like a weird charge of magic, and it blasts through him, and the Astrodem lets a screech before, kind of from where your hammer hits, it starts turning to stone. Mm. And now it is just a statue, and it will remain that for ten minutes. You still have actions left, do you want to just fucking demolish this thing? Yeah, and I hope I crit fail. Fuck. 32. That's gonna hit because it's a statue, and that's 35 damage. Yeah, Volio, how do you fucking destroy this petrified Astrodemon? Damn it! Uh. <laughs> I never thought that would have. I never thought I'd hear that reaction to killing an enemy. <laughs> I wanted it to be funny. But this is funny, I guess. Um. <laughs> Volio. He, like, tries to miss his, but he's just too good at swinging that hammer, so he hits it right in, like, the abdomen, and it cracks in half. Yeah, okay. This thing crumbles to dust on the floor. Uh, a statue of an Astrodamon. Now and forever. And you guys have successfully beaten these guys because the Ordofan are not attacking. Hmm. They're just standing there? Uh, well, two of them put their hands up. Uh, and uh, Helg immediately goes over with one of them and puts her hands around him and starts, like, picking up the thrower into his maw. Hey, 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 stop that! Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> hold on, what? hold on, wait. They've given up, asshole. Exactly, go, go, go. Helg, we could get information from them. <laughs> the fucking Ordafan in her hand goes. <laughs> Helg, Helg. Helg, put it this way: if I let you do that, I will lose all of the powers that make me so very epic, and I will be very sad. And also, she I will be upset with you. She drops the uh, fucking creature and just grunts. Fucking ridiculous! Go go. <laughs> Um, the two, the two weaker ones are, like, cowering, but, um, one in the back kind of, like, claps a little bit, and it kind of, uh, lurches closer, um, walking with, like, a limp using that little staff, and it says, uh, (coughs) congratulations, you have proven yourselves to indeed be very powerful opponents. (coughs) We have an offer for you. <coughs> Will you? My name is Wurtruck. Oh, this is This is Gertir. She points at one. And this is Zelix. She points at the other that Helg was going to eat. Mm. We are from Spear Cap. And we represent our illustrious leader, war champion Karastan. Who grants you an audience in our camp at Spear Hill? No. Oh, oh wow. 
fancy. Um, it kind of like points over its shoulder and says, "We have mounts ready to take you there if you'll follow us." <coughs> Will you take us upon our offer, or shall you wander the desert in an endless haze for the rest of your lives? <coughs> Good question. Well, I'm hoping well, not we for do. the rest of our lives. Yeah. So, you think we should just go? I mean, it's plot progression. How it kind of like leans over and she says, I don't trust them, gug gug gug. Urfans are known for their trickery and violence. Okay, mm. well, I don't trust them either, but we don't know where to go. We are also known for our violence. I'm very violent. I have fire. Yes, you are. And yet you won't finish off the fights you start, dunk, dunk, dunk. I said it's violent and not cruel. Hell. Redeemer. God. Helping people. <laughs> have you ever heard of surrender? It's for the weak, gunk, gunk, gunk. Yeah, I'm talking about them. That's what, that they surrendered, and now we want information. Because we don't know where we're going. Can't just stomp out Zavik. I think oh. uh, Wurtrick puts a hand up and says, In our defense, we were never actually going to kill you. This isn't so much a surrender, so much as a, You passed our test. <laughs> Why were you testing us? Because we've heard what you did. And we wanted to see if it was true. And what have we done? I, may, I mean, I may or may not have, uh... Sunbursted their... Underlings because they tried to eat our flesh? Oh! You survived an encounter with the terror below. It's a big guy. It's a big man. that ran away from us like a little bitch. Stop. You'll, you'll make him come back. He's too afraid oh, of I'm us. I'm scared. What's he gonna do on the way again? Okay, but he's big and scary. One must not mention it too much, lest it do follow you. That's fair. Mom will follow me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Polio? Um, I think with that, the, uh, the Order fans start leaving. And uh, they kind of whistle. And you see coming up from behind a dune. Holy shit! They said they had mounts. They weren't kidding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Well, that's not a horse. Big. Yeah, um... Hogs. Coming up from behind, you see, uh... Crawling out from behind these, uh, black dunes come giant bats the size of horses. Um, their bodies, like, weird and racked with disease. Um, their tongues kind of oozing venom. Um, <laughs> it's fucking terrifying. Hell kind of grunts as scavelings. Gug, gug, gug. Giant bats from the underdark. Mm. They're quite pleasantly taste. Uh, they taste quite pleasant, too. Gug, gug, gug. They look quite pleasant. Uh, one of them, like, hisses at you, its mane puffing up a little bit. Oh, so cute. Wartruck uh, mounts one and says, It is about a day's flight to Spear Camp. Will you come? Eh, fuck it, why not? <laughs> it could be fun. <laughs> We've been weirder. 
Uh, so you guys mount atop the scavelings and uh, start making your way off. Um, and it does take a day. You're able to rest overnight. Uh, so you restore everyone to max HP, restore your spell slots, restore oh everything. Mm -hmm. And you need to make me a fortune save. Uh, right. Okay. okay. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I already used my. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I already used a hero point. Ariana, what do you roll? I did roll a nat one. I think this is, unironically, the first nat one you have not been able to hero point your way out of this entire <laughs> fucking campaign. It only took five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally over a year. Um, okay. Okay. I know what that feels. Uh, Dave, what did you roll? 36. Um, and Volo... So, Volo, you are fine. Royari, Sick. you are at least seemingly fine. Helg is seemingly fine. But Ariato, uh, after a few hours of sleeping, you wake up coughing. Um, cool. and you feel... Weird. Like, you do not feel great. Um, it kind of feels like sunburn, but worse. And you are very, very tired when you wake up after a few hours of flight. Like heat exhaustion? Yeah, kind of, except it's more... I don't know how to say it, except it feels more like in your gut. Ariato, you have contracted the second stage of Blightburn Sickness. Jumping right into uh, stage two because of your crit fail. You are drained one, which means that you have a, a penalty to all your constitution saves. And um, you have a uh, penalty to your max HP equal to your level, so your HP is 16 lower. But on top of that, you are sickened. Um, so uh, you have a, a minus one to all your checks and DCs. And uh, you can't... Like, you are not going to be able to eat or drink stuff easily for a hot minute. Um... Like, you can probably eat food, but certainly not uh, elixirs or potions. Um, the real kicker here is that because this is a uh, radiation disease, and not like just a regular thing, um, this isn't going to go away. Not unless you use magic. Um, you're kind of stuck with this. It's going to make you feel really bad. Um, because you are sickened, you're not going to be able to drink any of those potions, the anti-plagues to keep you going. You're not doing so hot at all. <laughs> she looks at the four anti-plagues that, that they have and says, So, uh, eventually, you guys land. And uh, you're you're made to walk for a little while. Uh, but you can see uh, where you're walking to. There's kind of like a maze up rising from the black sands of the desert. 
and you see on top of it houses of dark stone stand within a perimeter fence of large spikes of metal held together by massive lengths of chain. At uneven intervals, stone towers rise around the perimeter. Bodies at various stages of decay hang impaled on the fence. As a treat, as a nice decoration. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Oleg Leviton was here. <laughs> God. God. You guys are uh, stopping into Beer Hill Camp. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Um, just a quick reminder, uh, on the 19th of September this month, uh, Dice Will Roll will be performing a live show for Gen Con Online. Um, we are going to have a brand new party uh, in a uh, live stream hosted on uh, Paizo's official Twitch, which you can find at uh, twitch.tv slash officialpaizo. We're going to be uploading it to your RSS feed so you can listen to it in audio form afterwards. However, if you go there and watch it live, which we would really love you to do, um, and bring along some friends who haven't listened to the show yet if you like, you will see that we will be using some uh, some VTuber software. Um, we will have animated sprites talking for both us and our characters and all the NPCs that you will meet in our game of uh, Dinner at Lion Lodge. Uh, a noble and their uh, two retainers, a uh, butler and a warden, uh, will make their way up the mountains of Taldor to visit a dwarven noble who is showing them a wonderful dinner. But what else hides up there in the mountain? Only time will tell. <laughs> um, we're super excited for it. We're super excited for the art that we're going to show. And uh, this could be a huge opportunity for Dice Will Roll, so we'd really appreciate you coming down. Uh, that's all for now, everyone. Thank you all so much. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And as always, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Um, as you kind of enter, uh, like you are led up to this mesa. There's a lot of Urdafan here as you start making your way closer. As you kind of enter, a lot of them look at you and like whisper in hushed voices staring at you. Uh, news travels fast evidently and everyone here knows what you did yesterday. But rather than be angry, it seems like they're really impressed. Oh my god. Um, Damn, I just killed some of them. Like, what? <laughs> they all kind of, like, chatter and chirp. And uh, as you approach, um, one of the Ordefan guards kind of speaks in common and says, uh, Are these the ones you have been, uh, we have been told of? And um, your guide kind of nods and it turns to you, Dan, and says, then rest, surface dwellers. The great war champion Karostan wants to talk to you, but before that, he is throwing a feast in your honor. You'll join. Don't disappoint him. Of course not. 
Um, Halg says nothing as he points off to a few huts and says, Recently, some of our uh, homes have been liberated. You may rest there. Thank you. Uh, and they kind of like match you up to the houses and let you in. And they close the door behind you. So it's just you, you tree, uh, Sunny, and Haug. Well, that wasn't the warmest of welcomes. Uh, well, it was something. They're serving us food, should we eat it? I, I don't know. <laughs> if you, if you do not wish to partake in cannibalism, I wouldn't trust it. Go, go, go. Oh my! I will. I will just say that I am another diet. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. The the underlings were screaming about flesh. Never mind. <laughs> I'll try anything once, but not this. Cowards! Don't you know that man meat is some of the most delicious? Like a long cooked swine pulled out to the greatest tenderness and then roasted perfectly, or. Perfectly rare. <laughs> hey, Ariari, you know about man meat. <laughs> yes, I do. You speak of cannibalism? No. No. Champion Royari, hero of Iomade. Yeah. Cannibal. No. <laughs> oh, I was talking I about penis. Yes. Yeah. Oh. She makes a face. Um, like her, her, her lips kind of flicker a little bit. Do you want to make a society check or an occultism check? You're pretty sure that's the gug version of blushing. She's flustered. (laughs) (laughs) Did that one actually get you? Uh, I, I don't, I I don't talk about that kind of stuff. It's, It's inappropriate. I, and she like takes a deep, deep breath and exhales, and then like kind of bellows out. Silence, surface world. You shall not refer to me as such. And she goes and she sits in the corner. Oh. Okay. So we. So oh. the plan is make more dick jokes. Oh, easy. <laughs> we will be talking about the penis. Oh, yes. my favorite subject. That's a, that's a joke. My favorite <laughs> subject is actually me. <laughs> of course it is. Of course. I mean, there's always second uh, favorite. Have you ever heard of top threes? Oh, that's oh. true. Dick, myself, and God. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think I day is upset three for this? Maybe you prayed about it. Oh, um, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> After a little while, Helg excels and rejoins the conversation. And she says, Regardless if they are throwing a feast in our honor, Gug Gug Gug, I can tell you certainly that they will expect you to uh, take part of their traditions. You will want to impress them for this war chief of theirs. The dude with the stick out of his ass did say that we can't disappoint, so I guess. And we can't leave until it's ready for the feast. But perhaps you'll have information about Zulkunder. Maybe. Do any of you have playing cards? Go, go, go. Uh, let me check my pockets. Hang on. Hang on. I could do a bone reading. I don't know how to do it, but I'll just throw some bones down. 
If one of us doesn't have playing cards, I think that we should be fired from the circus. <laughs> uh, fire me now, then, because I don't know if I have it in my bag. Mmm, uh... oh shit, I don't have any. Well, it looks like we will be looking for another job. Uh, torches, oh, like one or two more rations, rope, uh... <gasps> Ooh, hell, we could make some bets. He pulls out his rigged coin. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys spend some time just fucking around, playing games, getting to know each other a little better, uh, yeah, while yeah. the feast is being prepared? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, by the end of it, Helg is extremely frustrated by how lucky Volio is. <laughs> by the end of it, uh, you all suddenly hear a noise. It's a loud knocking on your door. Come in. And uh, an Urdafan opens it. Uh, it's like eyes wide, its body transparent, and it stares at you with its long tongue and it says, The feast is ready. <laughs> oh, joy. Looking forward you... to it, thank you. Uh, it leaves, uh, keep the door open as you can come out after it. Mm-hmm. Are you guys all ready to take part in, quote, the Feast of Blood? Sure. Sure. I, you know what? Sure. I could, okay. I could partake in a little bit of blood. Can we all? I think As we patrols all return to the camp on their ghoulish bats, everyone in the camp starts preparing for a feast. While Urdafan raiders haul in strange-looking animals they've captured, bound with steel chains and manacles, other Urdafans start lighting big fires and large stone fire rings and passing around lit torches for everyone. Seers toss white powder into the flames as they pass by, making the fires crackle and burn brighter and higher. Grim Juragar, which are like drow dwarves, I guess? Uh, they're like grey darkland dwarves. Cool. Haul out long tables and benches to form a giant ring along the, the fires. A steady beat rises above the din of expectant Urdafans in the camp as drummers begin to pound enormous kettle drums constructed from sin, from skin and sinew. The music is a cacophonous din, rising and falling erratically. Scavelings tethered to tall steel poles start shrieking as if to accompany the music. Hey man, this looks like a fucking cool party. <laughs> it's very much so... Less like a regular party and more like full-on debauchery. People are screaming, they're waving fires around, they're playing the drums, and they're like ripping into food. It's pretty cool. Um, They already have some respect for you uh, because you guys are pretty fucking interesting. And also you did survive an encounter with Iftasil, which is a lot. So the point is you currently have for beating, for sur- escaping Iftasil, for defeating the daemon so quickly, and for sparing um, the uh, Urdafan that you've encountered, you have three respect points. The more respect points you have, the better it's going to be, okay? The goal of this feast is to make them like you even more. Putting mechanics so, to putting mechanics to trying to get people to like you is what it's like to be neurodivergent and try and make friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's what it's like for me. So, um, as you're kind of coming out, uh, Helg says, "Oh, sick," and leaves. 
She just goes to fuck off somewhere else. She's oh, not oh. standing thing with you. Okay. She's going to eat. <laughs> yeah, she's going right for the food. Okay. Oh, well. I will say, you can tell that not all the food... Like, you can see some of the food. It's not people. It's animals. Yeah, well, that's oh. good, isn't it? Weird animals, but animals nonetheless. One thing that catches your eye is there's a cauldron. And the cauldron is... um, It's full of wine and blood and it's Mm. being boiled and as it's kind of bubbling you see like a couple of the ordofan around going "Ah, (laughs) um kind of like cheering and screaming and they uh scoop up cups of this hot broth and uh drink it and it seems to hurt them quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But they are trying to make a show of being all brave and cool and doing it. So yeah, do any of you want to take part in that? Because like, after that, they're like breaking off to like dance feverishly with each other. Like in a frenzy from the pain. You don't have to, but it's something you're allowed to do. <laughs> I think Rayari um, wouldn't, even though I think it would be funny because of the fact that um, they already did, they already walked into the mushrooms the other day and they're not exactly raring to go for something else they don't understand. Mm-hmm, fair enough. Ariatu, Volio, do either of you want to try drink this shit? Fuck it, Volio's gonna do it. Okay. Uh, Volio, you walk over. Uh, one of the Ordofan looks up at you um, and it lets out a... <coughs> Come to drink, tall one. Yes, give me one. I'm very parched. Um, it passes you a big fucking cup, and you just scoop up a drink and blah. Yeah, he takes a little bit. He like sips it. Oh well, no, this is not how you do it. You start sipping it, and he says no, and he like fucking pushes at it, like as if to make you chug. <laughs> he, he he chugs. Okay, make me a fortitude save. Okay. 34. Okay, Volio crit success with Juggernaut. Um, you take no damage. It's really hot, but you're you're strong. You don't care. Um, so you take no damage. Do you want me to... Uh, do you want to make me a uh, intimidation check to look really cool as you chug? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a net one. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my god. Volio, how does this happen? <laughs> He does look cool for a second. Um, and it doesn't hurt him. Like, it doesn't hurt him at all. Uh, but I think that he just starts fucking choking on it. <laughs> and, like, not not in, the, not in the dying way, but he starts choking on it in, a, like, an uncomfortable way. Like, he's like... <coughs> <coughs> yeah, I think as you're doing this, Revolio, all the Ordofan kind of look at you. Like, you know that party, that picture of, like, the white girls at the party all making the fucking disgusting face? <laughs> That's the fucking Ordofan at you. You're being a fucking party pooper right now. This is stupid. You lose one respect point. No! 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 But You're I crit succeeded. Yeah, and then you crit failed. <laughs> uh, is like, oh, well. Um... <clears throat> Less hot than I thought. Totally. <coughs> oh. They all, they all kind of scowl at you. You're not fooling anyone. <laughs> anyone else want to give it a go? Anyone? 
You know what? She goes, ah, fuck it. She walks over, like, takes one of the cups from the, uh, from one of the Ordophon and just chugs it. Okay, Ariado, um, I will say, because you are sickened and drained, um, this is gonna suck a little bit for you. Um, you're gonna have a minus two to this roll. Um, you aren't able to ingest things normally while you're sickened, because, um, this radiation is making you nauseous, and you've kind of got a loss of appetite, but that doesn't mean you can't, like, force yourself outside of combat to ingest stuff, which is what you're doing here, I guess. <laughs> You get sickened, and you're like, oh, I can't really eat, but I do want to drink that blood broth. Okay, uh, do your best. Come on, roll me a forge, you'd save. 38. Damn! Okay, Ariado, that's actually... That's a crit success! Oh, fuck, really? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Ariado, you don't take damage from this! You don't fucking care! It tastes bad, it's boiling hot... But you fucking chug it and you're like, no fucking problem. Blood, wine, whatever. I drink it. Um, make me a um, make me an intimidation check and you have a plus two on this check. Plus two, okay. 31 plus two, uh, 33. Oh, two. Uh, yeah, okay, that'll do it. Um, Ariano, now after you do this and you kind of wipe your mouth and you're like, ah! Do you order fan and like, yeah! I like some of them come around you, they like clap you on the back. And like, <laughs> one of them says, What's your name, surface dweller? Ariato. Ariato! 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 <laughs> they all start chanting your name and uh, pulling you deeper into the celebration. Uh, so you regain a respect point. You are now uh, back to tree. Um, as you're kind of pulled in, um, a lot of these, uh, Urdafan are dancing. Um, some of them are performers with their faces painted with blood. Uh, and they kind of step out of shadows, grabbing torches and waving them around. Um, and you see more of the Jurigar, which appear to be, like, prisoners, maybe? More Jurigar servants carrying giant plates laden with a wide variety of food. Dark sausages, roasting meat with oozing blood, fried scorpion tails worm flesh boiled in blood and other even more unusual dishes um you see the Ordofan uh look at the food hungrily but none of them none of them start yet they're all kind of waiting like they're waiting for someone else to start you see Halg is deeper in she's got face paint on like her shoulders um and she wants to eat she reaches for one and like an Ordofan slaps her hand <laughs> She looks annoyed. <laughs> um, uh, suddenly, like, out of nowhere, some of them start fighting. A couple of the warriors launch themselves at each other and start wrestling to the ground. Um, one of them pulls out uh, a sword, um, which you guys have never seen a sword like this. It's like a prong. Um, like a two-spiked trident that is also a sword. It goes the whole way down. Uh, do you guys want to make me a um, society check to figure out what's up with these swords? Here. Hey, it's a sword. It's a sword. Maybe it's not a sword. Maybe it's a vampire. <laughs> that is a 31. 
I also got 31. Okay, Ariadu and Royari, you've got, got the same role. You know what these are. These are Rokub swords. Um, they are the signature weapon of Urdafan. Um, what's really cool about them is you can kind of, like, you can tap them off other stuff, like, um, like a tuning fork, which is kind of what they're shaped like. And uh, they'll vibrate while you're attacking people to do extra, extra pain. Okay. They're currently using them lethally on each other, like, as they're wrestling. They are doing lethal blows to one another and just fighting. Fascinating. It looks like they're just doing it the past time. You know, a little murder. Just casual murder. And that's when you see him. A large Ordofan, nearly two heads taller than the rest of his kin, strides forward from outside a tent and sits upon a throne of iron. Behind the throne is a 20-foot-tall iron spike, and hanging from it is an impaled, largely decomposed Urdafan corpse. The crowd begins to settle as they see this creature arrive. And you realize this must be War Champion Karastan. And he... Everyone kind of goes silent, and he looks at you all. And, like, you had a good look at him. He is freaky. He is freaky. He's got one eye is, like, swollen and completely blind, kind of leaking black blood. Um, he's got Ew. wisps of silver hair. Um, he is very scantily clad. Um, like, he, unlike the others, he is uh, almost intentionally showing off his translucent body. His back and limbs are like over, like long and like stretched out. He's got sharp, sharp teeth. And you don't know. It reminds you of something. He reminds you of something. And then you realize what he reminds you of. He reminds you of an Astrodame. Oh. And Ariato, I think it's you that realizes very quickly. Mm-hmm. He's got demonic blood. The same way you have demonic blood, he has astrodemon blood. She stays quiet. <laughs> and as he kind of looks at you all, um, I kind of, like, his good eye looking over everyone, he says... <clears throat> <coughs> You like to eat and drink and fight? <laughs> you want a feast? <coughs> yes? I'll give you a feast! And when he screams that, viewer defense start to cheer and roar, and the feast begins in earnest as they launch themselves on the food. Ooh. Um, And you can see that there's all sorts of festivities. Everyone is eating, they're fucking gobbling down food. All the food here looks like it is laden with or boiled in blood. And a lot of the dishes seem to be almost venomous. Like the roast scorpion tails. Oh my god. So you don't have to. But if you want to like look cool in front of these guys. You can uh, take part in uh, the banquet of blood and venom. Um, so you can either actually eat this terrible terrible food and make a fortitude save, or you can pretend to eat it by e making a stealth check. Is it just animals? 
Uh, yeah, it's not people. It's like animals, but like not animals you'd want to eat. It's just shitty food. Oh, okay. Well, it's not shitty food, it's just not surface food. Oh, fuck. Like, like I said, scorpion tails, mystery meats boiled in blood, that kind of shit. Mm. Not the kind of stuff you're used to. So it's a fortitude save to eat it, or a stealth check to pretend to eat it. Wooly's got a stomach of steel. Okay. 36. A 36? Volio, you take a bite, and you know what? Uh-huh. You like it. Oh, it's good. You like the taste. That's a critical success. You start fucking scarfing it down, and the other Ordofan around you are like, Yes! <laughs> yes! Flesh, 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 flesh. Yummy, yummy in my tummy. Uh, Volio, you've gained two respect points, bringing the party up to five. Woo. Hey. Ariato Royari. Do either of you want to try? So we can either actually eat or pretend, did you say? Yeah. Actually eat or pretend to eat with a stealth check. Or you can just not participate. That is something you're allowed to do. You only have time to do three things during all of this. And there are a total of one, two, three, four, five, six things to do. Um, so if you don't think this is your wheelhouse, don't force yourself. Yeah, I was going to sit this one out then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is among the higher rolls that I have. So, uh, I think Rayari's gonna pretend to eat. Not really eat, pretend. Okay. Rayari, making a face, you... Ah! And you kind of drop it onto your lap and scoot it onto the floor. Rayari has 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 placed um, a, a hand towel on her lap to drop it there. <laughs> okay, do you want to make me a stealth check? I shouldn't have done that. I rolled a 26. Okay, it's not a uh, critical fail, but it is a fail. Um, Royari, as you're trying to do this, um, one of the Urdafan beside you kind of looks down at your lap and just reaches over and takes the food off your lap and starts eating it. And he kind of gives you a weird look as you're doing it. Royari sort of, like, um, grabs uh, one, two, like the end of the hand towel like, both on the right side, um, and then sort of pushes the food off onto the floor because they're like, do not eat on me. He fucking eats off the floor. <laughs> flesh, 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 flesh. Jesus. Um, so that's one respect point gone. You're at four respect points. Uh, all right. Uh, you see now that a couple of the Ordofan are... You think they're having seizures at first? Like, they are shaking, wildly, trashing, and then you're like, oh no, they're dancing. Uh. Um, if anyone wants to join in, they can uh, dance as well, making an acrobatics, athletics, or performance check. Bully has done two or one things? You've done uh, one so far. Okay, cool. The drink wasn't part of it. Mm-hmm. Man... He kind of wanna. He kind of wants to. <laughs> kind of yeah, wants want to, to dance. I think it'd be funny. He think it'd be funny. Okay. You join in. You start shaking. You break yeah, it down. Yeah, it starts jingling jauntily. Okay, make me an athletics check, Volio. All right. Uh, that's a ten plus twenty-two, thirty-two. Yeah. Okay, that does it. Uh, Volio. 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 
You shake all over the place. And that's going to be... You gain a respect point. You're up to five now again. As you break it down, you shake and squirm. It's really cool. So cool. Okay. Um, Vol- Royari, Ariadu, do either of you want to dance? This is athletics, acrobatics, or performance. Uh-huh. Okay, Rari can do that. That one is one of the higher rolls, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a 43. That's a crit success! I win. Uh, Royari, how do you do this? What kind of dance do you do to really woo them? Um, it's the kind of thing that you would see in a circus performance. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be an extra two respect points, up to seven. Uh, Ariado, do you want to take her in the dance too, or are you singing it out? Uh, she's going to sit this one out. Okay. Well, I don't know if you're going to say out the next one, because Ariado, out of the corner of your eyes, do you see something? Yeah. <laughs> We're the fans juggling fire torches. <laughs> um, they're doing a shit ton of fire tricks over there, um, mostly juggling, but you could probably do some cool fire magic with religion instead of acrobatics or performance if you chose. <laughs> she looks at that and she goes, child's play and walks over <laughs> okay go for it 31 31 is a success okay Ariado, uh that is going to be a uh one success point uh what do you do with your fire magic to kind of show them up um i think she uses fireball in a way where she's like juggling three of them at a time and then uh, okay. what she does is she does like twirls in between every every like juggle and flips and like she shows off. She shows off real yeah. good. <laughs> He's like, you guys want to see fire. I have fire. They, you see them again, like they kind of drop their torches and start smacking the ground with like their palms. And they say like, Ariato, Ariato. <laughs> um... So you are up to, uh, I think you're up to eight respect points now? I believe so. Excellent. As all this is happening, you see elsewhere a little bit later um, that more of that wrestling is happening as Ordefan warriors continue to face off in impromptu wrestling duels. Um, You could either uh, make an athletics check to actually wrestle them or an intimidation check to scare people off while you're wrestling them into submission. You're doing that one? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ariado, do you want to go first? You want to try scare him? Yeah. She's going to try okay. fucking make him piss their pants. It works. 47. That's a crit success. Oh my god, that's a crit success. You scared the fucking shit. Ariado, how does this happen? You see two of them and they're fucking like throwing lethal blows at each other with their fucking rocket swords. Uh, so she, it, like, she sees this out of the corner of her eye, and she like throws the fireballs in like almost fireworks, basically, and mm-hmm. like basically tumble runs over there and uses gut uh-huh. and uses glutton's jaws. Oh shit, okay. So Ariadne, you had a rah, and your face fucking opens sideways into a fucking dinosaur face. And they go, as they stumble back. Um, everyone giving you a wide space. They spook the shit out of them. We're up to 10. 10 points. 
Jesus. <laughs> uh, Volio, do you want to take parts? You yeah. Or what? Volio could use some fighting. Volio's good at fighting. Volio's strong. Okay. Uh, he's gonna use athletics because it's higher than his intimidation. That is. Ooh, I'm using a hero point. That was like a two. Mm -hmm. A 16 plus 22. 38. Yeah, 38. Okay, 38. That is going to mm -hmm. be a success. Uh, Volio, um, do you smack? How does this look? Um, you're seeing like a sumo match. Yeah. I think he just kind of like takes a wide stance and he just like runs towards one of them, grabs him by the waist, and just like lifts him up and drops them on their head behind them. Okay, yeah, you fucking, you hear them go Wah! but like all the others cheer for you as well. Um, that brings you up to 11 uh, respect points. And lastly, you see a load of Ordofans playing the drums, shouting and making other sounds in the style of traditional Ordofan music. I don't know if any of you want to take part in that. It's performance or society. Um, but yeah, it's a thing that's happening. They're making a huge cacophony. Uh, Ariado, I believe, has already done her three things, so she's out. Okay. So it was bullying. Uh, okay, Royari, do you want to take part, or are you good? Uh, what is the things that we'd be rolling for this? Performance or society to help make music. I could try. It's... I don't... I have one more thing. Okay, sure. I mean, what you got to lose, right? Rolling another two is what I have to lose. Um, mm. That is a 24. Uh-oh, that's a crit fail. Uh, uh -oh. Rare, you try- you actually come over and you put in some good music. Actual good music. Um, you know a little bit of, um, I think, like, harp music. And you see an instrument that looks vaguely like a harp, so you try it, and it makes a few nice notes, and you think, oh, I'm doing really well. And uh, all of you order fan look at you like the white girl disgusted at party meme. Mariah mm. rolls her eyes and is like, oh, stupid. Mm, walks away. Uh, so you are brought to ten points. You do lose one, but hey, ten is good. Ten's a really solid number to have. Um, and I think as all this is happening... Uh, the feast starts to kind of, like, cool down a little bit. And I think it's at this point that a guard comes up to you all and says, Now that the meeting, the feast is ending, War Champion Karastan would like to speak. You guys go? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're br brought in. You're all kind of buzzed from that decent party, honestly. You're brought to a house built from a regular piece of stone and held together by some kind of cement and bands of iron. Go in! <laughs> the warrior commands. Inside the house, torches placed in black iron sconces illuminate a large stone bed covered with pelts from strange beasts. Many heads adorn the walls, some from animals and monsters and others from ordophants and other humanoids. The large Urdafan from the feast is sitting on a throne of iron opposite the entrance. He motions at much smaller stone stools near the door. I'm Karastan, the war champion of this cult. <coughs> Sit! We must talk. Uh. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, Helg is notably not here. She's not taking part of this. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair. I think they're I mean, more interested in you guys anyway. Yeah. Three gaunt Ordafans stand near Karasamstrom. One with bulging eyes speaks says, Oh, champion, don't let these outsiders fool you. They bring with them lies, only lies. Cut off their tongues <laughs> and send them away. And a second Damon Binder, this one hunched in long fingers, says, We should torture them for information and then kill them. <laughs> And a third one, this one with a long, lolling tongue, says, We should send them to Shrain to spy for us. No one will suspect these surface dwellers work for us. And if they die, no one cares. And Karrison stands and waves his hand dismissively at his advisor, says, I've heard your advice. Now go! Leave! And uh, the Demon Binders each kind of bow hastily and force a 2D smile like, Yes, what champion? Yes, what champion? Has you watch up? And they kind of like back out of the room. <laughs> and Karastan kind of drops to his seat and says, Good. Now I can hear my own thoughts. <laughs> Riari is like, Well, um. Identify yourselves. <laughs> Riari pauses. Like she's trying to decide how the fuck to describe yourself, uh, like themselves to these guys. Um, my name is Rayari Sansonax, um, and these are my. You dear speak friends. for yourself. Uh, oh, we technically are. We you are. speak for yourself. Okay. <laughs> Who are you? Uh... Royari? You dance like a god during the feast. <laughs> like a god? Tell me, Royari. <coughs> Why will your name live on after your death? Uh, other than being hot? Um... Royari sort of scratches, uh their neck and is like well they know what uh, like other people would want them to say or think yeah, of sure. what they'd say but um Ryari sort of pauses and is like I'm a really fucking good acrobat <laughs> I see now you short one he points at you Ariato <gasps> how dare you <gasps> don't listen to me alright I'm 5'5 five, five. Jesus don't listen to him you're average <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ariato Bati? Your fire magic is impressive, Miss Bati. I've had so much practice. And I see you two have the touch of fiend inside you. I saw you when you wrestled. Yeah, and I sensed it when you were uh, at the table. What makes your enemies fear you most? Uh, I am the- I'm an offspring of a night hag, and I have demon blood. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> cool. Tall one. <laughs> Ooh, it's me. What is your name? My name is Foliofia. You ate our food like one of us. 
Yes, it was quite good. Thank you. Very fitting. Um, he kind of nods a little bit and says, And tell me, what have you done to make yourself worthy of where you are now? Mm. A lot of hurting and killing. Oh, and jokes too. Mm. I see. I have a few tasks in mind for you. But first I must ask you why you have come here. Uh... What was the place we're trying to look for again? It's the Worm's Cradle. We're looking for the Worm's Cradle. I think his eyes light up when you say this. It's interesting. (laughs) Well then you shall be interested in this too. I have a prisoner. A soldier of Shrey, our ancestral enemies. I want to find out if you are better at talking to him than my warriors and binders. They weren't <coughs> They weren't able to get anything out of him. How are the forces of Shrein planning to attack our camps next? And why did they send a group of their people to the cradle of worms? Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's news. You didn't know. You don't know who Shrain are. Yeah, we don't. You don't know why they sent people to the Cradle of Worms too. That's bad. Hmm. Could you tell us more about your prisoner of war? You can speak to him yourself. He is a soldier. Volio like raises a brows like you have said little on him. He spoke nothing to us. Wow, giving y'all the silent treatment. That's cold. <laughs> I am impressed with your carry-on so far. <coughs> if you manage to break the prisoner, I'll give you a necklace that should protect you against the crystals in the vault seal. Will you persuade him to speak? Oh, one necklace or how many? One. It is all we have. Cheapish. <laughs> he looks at you, Volio, and says, what did you say? Oh, nothing, sorry, I can't. He stands up, and he takes up his sword, and he fucking slashes the table in half. He throws the table across the room, screams, <laughs> and fucking, like, rips off loads of stuff from the walls, and fucking spits on the floor, like, and it, like, hisses with acid, and he grabs you by the throat volume and says, I am woke, champion, Karastan. I killed the last leader of this place and wrestled it from his grasp. I have been told I am a monster since the day I was spawned. You dare not call me this. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> and he kind of relaxes and says, I apologize. Go speak to the prisoner. No, it's fine, I get it. I've had my bad days too. <laughs> Go speak to the prisoner. <coughs> Alright. Yeah, let's do that. He gets up and his legs are shaking. <laughs> Before Ariana leaves, she like she like halfway peeks into the tent. She's like, I get I understand the monster thing. Have fun with that. <laughs> so, uh, do you guys go to interrogate the prisoner? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they leave, he like leans over to her yard. He's like, did you get an answer on the single pot? No. Oh, rejected once again. <laughs> that was hot. 
you enter into um, a little tent. You're brought there by guards, and you see the prisoner. Um, he is a tiefling, although he's pretty fucked up. Like, you can tell that much immediately. Um, he is a tall, bulky tiefling. Um, he looks like he stands about six feet tall, and he is ripped. Um, broad shoulders, like, very obvious musculature under his, um, torn-up clothes. Uh, kind of ram horns that curl backwards, um, and scars covering him everywhere. He's got long, wild black hair that goes down to his shoulders. He is very hot and very hurt. <laughs> um... He is covered in scars, and there are fresh wounds atop the scars. Um, is he looks weak? Um, his hands are bound together, and he's kind of like avoiding eye contact as you enter. He doesn't even react to you coming in. What do you guys do? Hi. <laughs> My first thought was, is this guy single? Um. <laughs> Rayari sort of leans in the wall and is like, hello there. He doesn't answer anything. Little stuck behind those pot. Wait, where is he again? Is he like a. He's literally just on the floor. Oh, shit. Not even tied up? Yo, he's tied up. Wristbound. Oh. Oh. Mm. Uh, I think Rayari, like, uh. Asian squats in front of in front of him she looks at him and is like who are you? I don't know anything, go away I'm not with them, they asked us to help but it's not like I'm gonna do everything for them I don't know anything, go away um do you know your name? I don't know anything, go away is there anything, can I like try and where he's like, are you hurt? Have you I don't eaten? know anything, go away. Are you hungry? I don't know anything, go away. I wonder oh. a spell right now that compels you to say that? I don't know that? anything, go away. Okay. Uh, you can tell he has been... He has been tortured really badly. Does he have... Like... Does he actively have wounds right now? Yeah. Um, he's covered in them. Uh, looks like he's been subjected to... And you realize, not just fresh ones, old ones. He's been subject to physical and psychological punishments throughout his entire life by the looks of it. I think Briari's like, is it okay if I touch you? I don't know anything, go away. Uh, back away if you don't want me to. I don't know anything, go away. Um, I'm... I just want to ask permission before doing things. Um, and Rayari um, is going to at least try to make him feel a little better and use lay on hands. Okay. Um, I think he kind of gasps as he feels that healing energy enter him. Uh, he certainly flinches when you touch him. Sorry. But he kind of like pulls back a little bit after you've healed him. Mm-hmm. Um... So you heal him. I think he gasps, and you can see he's nearly immediately back to full health. Are you okay now? Um, he's actually making eye contact now. A little surprised that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a nat twenty. Oh shit! Okay, he looks up at you with wide eyes and says, "Kufar." Kufar? 
My name's Gufar. Hi. No, Hi. no one's, no one's ever, no one's ever healed me before. Yes, well, ever in your life? Never. Fucked up. Yes, well, I'm here to change that, I suppose. You can call me Royari. Royari Sansarnax. Who are you, people? You. Hmm. <laughs> Royari <laughs> pauses and is like, um. The circus, which is a band of performers. His eyes wide don't open when you say that. And he's like, oh. Oh, oh okay. You're, you're, all, you're also circus folk, okay. You're circus Also? Folk? You have circuses down here? Yes, I'm, I serve Zavik Shrein of the Red Circus. He, he's, he's my master. I'm one of his house guards. What's your salary like? <laughs> uh, what? How much are you getting paid? I, I don't I don't get paid. Well, here's my card. You can join the Circus of Wayward Wanderers. Anyways, we're actually they're not <laughs> they're not going to let me out of here. And the circ I don't want. That's I don't want. Alright, Rayari sort of he- like hesitantly lays a hand on top of his on on the back of his hand and is like, I'm, of course I I'm sorry I'm a bit forward. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a habit. Um, Are you going to kidnap me as well? I'm not taking you if you don't want me to. But you look very hurt. I'm not allowed to want. Kufar, is it? Yes. We are not here to take you away against your will. And we're not going to hurt you. I've refused to hurt innocent people. I don't know if you've never done anything bad, but I don't particularly care. What I care about is that you've clearly been tortured, and you're a captive, and I'm trying to help. I think he kind of excels. Uh, I don't have anywhere to go. They won't let me go back. I, I tried. They sent me back here. Ariado takes out her card and puts it in front of his face, like, but what about... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, if you'll treat me ki- kindly, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll follow. But I, I can't. What do you want from me? Nothing. Well, we don't want anything. We were asked to question you, but I'm not going to force you to answer questions or anything. I'll help I... you however you want. Have you eaten today, dear? <laughs> I haven't eaten in four days. Ariado wow. takes Ooh, out her rations like, hi, here you go. I'm not allowed to have this kind of food. Um, well... What kind of food can you have? Dry, dry broccoli. What's it? It's tin flatbread. So Ari sort of, um, exhales and is like, dear, we are going to help you. And if you want to come with us, we're currently on a mission trying to help. We're trying to do something. But once we're done here, we are going back to the surface where we have a circus. There's a circus where everyone gets paid and everyone eats three meals a day. That, That sounds fake. 
Well, if I had if I had any way of real footage, I I I really would show you. But <laughs> uh, uh, just tell me what you want, and I'll help. I, I, if you can get me out, I'll follow you. Dear, why have they been sending people into the Cradle of Worms? I, I don't. I haven't heard of such a thing. Um, maybe it was an independent operation kept out of public knowledge on purpose. Uh, no one in my unit ever mentioned anything like that. Please believe me. No, it's okay. Is he telling the truth? Uh, yeah. He looks genuinely like he's telling the truth. He looks confused. Okay. Ayo, hurt and comfort pick anyone? Um, shut up. You're you're about to make our fans act up. You're making me act up, Jesus. Um, (laughs) Rary, sort of like. Mm. Uh, my other question who is Shrain? what is Shrain? are they people or a person or a group yes they're they're a family a family house Shrain. um they were once one of the most powerful drow houses oh but then they were evicted by the other drow for committing acts that were too egregious even for them they were sent out in disgrace to the black desert and they survived they used necromancy and survived the black burn by becoming undead Uh. and they found a city the city of Shrain well it's full of undead drow and and their servants. Okay. Drow so evil that even other drow gag the thought of them. Well, that's not a good thing. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay. Good god. And you know where to find these people? Yes, I, I do. I can't go back to Zavazik Shrain and the circus wasn't too bad, but they they have a lot of contempt for living. And I I, I can't become undead, not after the things I've seen. Um, Rari uh, looks to the others and is like, We are going to go tell the leader what we know, and I am going to ask that you could come with us not that you have to come with us there but that you could leave with us and if he says no well um (laughs) it would not be the first time that we have broken people out of places (laughs) okay I says dude are you taking me with you do you want to come now or later or we will make sure that you stay safe Uh, if you don't take me with you they'll have me killed soon well, um, give us a moment, and we will... No, take me with you now, please. Okay. Welcome to the uh, team. Rayari... <laughs> Rayari sort of, um, gestures for, uh, for his wrists and unties them, and is like... All right. Are you all right? Do you need more healing? No, I can. No, I just I'm, need like ten I minutes. I feel to better play. than I have in years. Well, 
Well, I'm glad. Um, so you walk out and you bring mm. him back to uh, Karastan. And I think when Karastan sees the prisoner standing here, he kind of raises an eyebrow and he says, Oh, <laughs> this, this is a. Well, we're taking him with us. Unfortunately, there's no yes or no. We just are. This servant of Shrain knows too, <coughs> too much about us. He must die now if you extracted information. You have extracted information of him, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. If you want, we'll kill him on the way. Make me a deception check. Okay. Volume of bold face liner. 29. Um... How about you reroll that? <laughs> 41. Okay, yeah, that does it. Uh, I think Karastan raises an eyebrow against his... You have use for him on the road, but you won't spare him. You are a ruthless Volio. <laughs> I think... Oh, um, flatter me. Kufar looks... Fucking terrified! Uh, Ariado, like, uh, puts, like, a hand on his wrist and just says, and just mouths trust. He looks so fucking scared. Oh, um, yes. Violence and murder and ruthlessness. Um, um, Karastan, uh, waves a hand, says, And as for the house, the, uh, cradle of worms, this is an area that interests us both, you see. What have you learned from there? Currently, not much, but we need to go there, so. He kind of, like, uh, sits on his throne, scratching the translucent flesh of his cheek and thought, and after a brief silence, he says, Then you will find out what they are doing there. <laughs> oh. You are headed there too, yes? Oh, mm-hmm. yes. You help me, and I help you. <laughs> One of my hunters, Taxon, and she kind of, uh, he kind of waves a hand, and uh, from the fucking shadows, a uh, a second um, Ordafan comes out. Um, her eyes like bulging red, and her face kind of like, not in a smile, but like in a grimace, like you know, the, like the that one emoji where it's like just baring its teeth. Yeah, that's what it's kind of doing. Uh, she's just kind of like making that face at you. Um, and you guess it's supposed to be a smile, but it really doesn't feel like it. Oh god. <laughs> she will join you, and she will guide you. Is that not right, Taxon? And Taxon says, yes. Say Her presence guarantees that my raiders, <laughs> or those from the other cults, will not attack you. Once you are done, she'll report back to you. That's all. In exchange for your service, we'll grant you safe passage through my territory. Oh, thank you, dear. Very useful. If you accept this task and Taxon brings news back to you, I promise to reward you even further. But for now, and he pulls out a necklace. And uh, the necklace uh, is... It's an interesting looking necklace, I'll say that much. It's a heavy iron necklace decorated with tiny gems that resemble the stars in the ceiling high above the vault of the Black Desert. If you were wearing it, you can't get worse at your Blackburn sickness. It won't cure it, Mm. but it will stop it from going up a stage. Who shall take this? 
Who has the worst fortitude save? I don't know, sorcerer. Who has the worst fortitude save? Just sorcerer. in case. Bitch. Idiot, you Right. Rares is 22, I assume. Oh, uh, no, mine is actually 25 without drained. Holy shit! Oh my god, you got a plus four to calm? Yeah! That was fucking stacked! Yeah! Rares like, like, oh yes, Ariato, the the sorcerer. And I think, yeah, as you're speaking, Royari, you cough and you see your phlegm and it is actually radioactive green. (laughs) Meanwhile, Ariato goes, Ariato just flexes one arm <laughs> and there's actual <laughs> like muscle in her shoulders or tone like I've been working out you think me weak okay so Rayari you put on this necklace um and it'll stop you from you total clarity yeah you actually caught Blackbird on day one um when you first entered um and you you had a day left before it started manifesting oh joy so you're good for now, and Ariadne will probably be fine. Um, probably. Karastan kind of uh, reclines and says, Taxon will take you to the Cradle of Worms. <laughs> Do what you will with the servant, just don't let him survive. Oh, yes. You have my word. Taxon, will you take them? And Taxon says, yes. And she walks out of the room. Um, Ariari, as soon as they're out of the earshot of the guy's turns to um, Kafar and is like, he's lying. <laughs> we're, we're just aware that some people are stupid and won't listen, so. Um, I think uh, you make your way off a little bit. Uh, you are fitted with mounts, and fellas, do you know what the mounts are? Hmm. <laughs> this is fucking great. Um, because you actually... As you're brought towards the stables to, like, be fitted with mounts, it's not scavelings. Okay. It's a shulm. Do you remember those giant naked mole rat monsters? The ones with the multiple mm-hmm. eyes? You met one mm-hmm. from the realm of Earth uh, a while ago under Tisaka's servitude. The fucking uh, massive elephant-sized uh, mole rats. Oh. Yeah, there's two of them, and they've got, like, little boxes on their backs. Kind of like um, elephants in a fantasy movie. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, Taxon turns to you guys and says, Gug? Oh, right. Uh, Ariana goes back oh. to search for Helg. Helg is <laughs> chilling with some Ordafan. She's, like, fucking eating so much meat. She is chilling. Shit. What is it? Gug, gug, gug. Uh, we're on our way to the, where we're supposed to be going. I keep forgetting. <laughs> The cradle of worms. Yeah. Go, go, go. worms cradle. Listen, I'm not that smart. Yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, it was an honor to meet you. Go, go, go. And they're like, ah, stay a while longer. It's <laughs> like, no, no, go, go, go. I must perform my duty. Go, go, go. And she makes her way off to you guys, sees the uh, shell, and she's like, yeah, all right, go, go, go. And she gets on, uh, she climbs up the ladder onto their backs. Um, so, Royari, Ariato, um, Volio and uh, Kafar are in one, and then uh, Helg and Taxon, uh, the guides, are in the other. And uh, you start mm-hmm. making your way away. Um, it is a long journey through the Black Sands, one that takes you some time. Um, you probably do get to rest a little more, 
uh, which is code for uh, not Royari, but Ariato and uh, Volio make me fortune saves. Okay. Okay. I'm roll on the real dice this time. Forty-seven, not twenty. Oh shit! But, yeah, you're fine, Volio. Uh, thirty-six. Radiation makes you stronger. Ariato, <laughs> yeah. you are fine. As you're kind of walking uh, through the black desert, you are making your way towards the Cradle of Worms, within uh, within which you will find apparently uh, the weird demonic uh, temple that they kept the Aeon Orbs in before Arden liberated them. Um, I think uh, the two Sholn are like waddling side by side through the desert and um, Hell kind of like asks that lad So what kind of place is this cradle of worms? What can you tell us Taxon? And Taxon's like strange Strange Does it actually have worms? Yes Ooh. Breeding ground Ow. Oh, joy. Good. More strange. Unnatural. Not like rest. Dislike. Urdafan like open. Cradle of worms. Dense. Mm-hmm. Helen kind of laughs and says. <laughs> Well, it'll be interesting to see what happened here. Yeah, I guess. Mm, yes. Uh, you guys have a little bit of time to discuss with each other now. Um, it's You've probably been traveling for, like, um, a day now. Uh, you haven't necessarily talked about everything that you've learned, like with Shrain and with all the other stuff. What do you guys do with each other? How big do you think those firms will be? Oh, with all luck, they'll be giant. They'll be <laughs> so big that they're like as tall as as tall ten as me. Buildings. Oh, oh taller, it's yeah. big. Uh, I mean, oh, the world is never kind to us in this life. Considering it's like a breeding grounds, you might encounter the babies. <gasps> babies? Oh God. You know what I like? Hmm. I like puppies. So so good. Horses. I like those. Sonny lets out a, a whining noise. Like a, not a sad oh. whining more noise. More of a like, I love you too noise. Yes, <laughs> you are very perfect. And he like scratches. Um, and they're like, I prefer things that aren't breeding worms. Not a firm fan. No. When it rains and the earthworms come up, I want to puke. (laughs) When I was a kid, I liked to pick some out of the ground and throw them around. Yes, well... Ew. (laughs) Thank God I grew up in a church. And I think as you're, like, joking and goofing around, suddenly, like, you're coming up a hill... And as mm. you start cresting the hill, uh, Taxon speaks again, which is by now you figured a rarity. And she points and says, Behold, cradle of worms. And you all turn and you look over the horizon and you see it. And it is the last thing you would have expected. 
because you are looking forward to seeing this place that this demonic ritual ground that the um Zulgat used to perform profane rituals but what you see is actually the last thing you would have expected because on the horizon blotting out the darkness all around it you see color bright vibrant colors you see plants lots of them lots and lots of them you see a jungle it's a living breeding jungle one that looks just as good as any other plant place you've seen in the past it's alive and you can see above the blackburn crystals are dim it looks almost hospitable it looks livable it looks nothing like the rest of the Black Desert. What does that mean? Let's find out, won't we? Well, do any of you want to roll a quick religion check? Sure. No. <laughs> But I'll do it anyways. That's a 17 plus 20. <laughs> yeah. It's in that one. A uh, 31. 17 plus 20, okay, so a 37, a 31, and then that one. Volio, you don't fucking care. It's a jungle, whatever. We've done this before, it's whatever. Vampire village. Ariado, you're like, huh. That is like weirdly alive compared to everything else. But Royari, it hits you so hard when you realize what it means. It means that there was no demonic rituals. You realize with a dull drop in your stomach what the Aeon Orbs were used for by the Zulgat. The exact same goddamn thing as you've been using them for. To make a home. The Zulgas literally used the Aeon Orbs to make jungles true the Black Desert. Everything they did, this was their home, you knew that, but suddenly it all makes sense. Why they went from these masterful uh, artists and psychic creatures to monstrous demon worshippers. Because everything faded away. The Aeon Orbs, without them, this whole place became... A desert. This is all that remains. The last Aeon Orb left by Aradin. Aradin did this. Aradin created the Black Desert. The jungles that must have once been here, this is all that remains. Because you don't know why. Maybe he thought that just one would be enough? Maybe... Maybe the Zulgat could survive with just this? But no. They couldn't. The Zulgat became what they are today because Aradin took their home from them. And this is all that remains. What do you do, Rari? I think Rari um, is 
sort of sitting there in the little the little box thingy that they're that they're in, um, looking out at the at the jungle. And she like looks like she's like extremely deep in thought for a little bit. Very rare. <laughs> but um he eventually looks down at like their hands and is like that can't be right. <laughs> that would be insane. What? That it would be ridiculous. <laughs> oh god. I... I fucking knew that he wasn't perfect. But... The... The Zogath... Must just be... Oh my god. What do you even do with that? There's no good. Oh. Right, sort of looks like they're having a conversation <laughs> with himself, um, for a little bit, and she's like, "Oh my god, this place is a desert because Aridin made it a desert." You know how the Aeon. You know, you know the Aeon orb, stones, fucking whatever? Mm. You know how they keep the Isle of Kortos alive? The mm. island that he rose from the seas and wasn't even there in the first place? Yes, which admittedly he was trying to help people, I'm sure. But he took the orbs from their home from the Zulga which in turn probably wiped out a lot of them and made because them what they are well, yeah not exactly that he didn't tell them to start worshipping demons no but just gradually and start attacking people but he didn't when exactly put him in a good place. Oh fucking god. Ori is like curled up into a ball. Um uh, their hands are like clutching at uh, his face and she's like I <laughs> I was aware that Eridan is an imperfect person. I've known from the start that he was neutral. I wasn't expecting anything else. But how can you call that neutral? He... He's the reason that these people no longer have a regular society. They were just trying to live. They're probably trying to get the Aeon Orbs back so that they can get it back. Unfortunately, now there's more people than just them to worry about. And we can't just let them take them because there's a lot of people, a lot of important people, a lot of regular people living on the Isle of Cordos, and that would just displace an entire society, which we can't 
let happen, but... Oh my god. It's complicated. Last ball. Does my family know about this? I highly doubt it. Did anyone who worshipped Aridin know about this? Mm. Royari, you... you carry on in your soul as a reincarnation of Saint Sarnax. Your soul is dedicated to doing this man's work. Is this his work? Is this what you're meant to do? And you think back to all different things. The fact that because of him, Cheliax fell into a fascist dictatorship. Because of him, the Shuni are forever waiting for a father to come home who never will. Because of him, one according to the legend of the Aslan Diamond, it's his fault that Starfall maybe even happened in the first place. Because it was his pride that made Earthfall happen when he uh, declared himself the next emperor when he shouldn't have. It's it's because of him. All of this is because of him. The people who died in those towns, the people who died in Willowside, the people who died in Aberton for fuck's sake, the, the fact that your friend, Thunder, Myron Thunder Stendhal is dead because of the Zulgat. Not directly, but because the Zulgat summoned a succubus that caused everything else to happen. He's dead. And it all goes back to Aradon. Every single choice he's made, every single decision he's made. Is this what you have to fight for? Is this your destiny, Royari? Preordained? I never worshipped him. I never have. I'm not even mad. I'm, I'm upset for myself, but my entire family. Even though they don't talk about worshipping him anymore. I know they cared. I know they cared so much. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell them. What am I supposed to do? I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm fucking shit. That hurts. Fuck off! Don't look at me. I'll be fine. And Royari Sansernax, you break down sobbing as you realize all of this, really from the start, has been Aradin's fault. And everyone you know and love, you don't know how they're gonna how you're going to be able to tell them. Because Royari Sansernax, deep down you feel like this is your fault, don't you? 
And so we fade out from the, uh, the Cradle of Worms from you all as you prepare to make your journey into the former home of the Zulgats in a way that you never expected to see coming. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Haley Medina, Introduction, Sophia Valera, G. Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B., Alejandro Manu, Jordan Cuddlefish, Seth, Ravona Darkglow, Dolore, Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Tyson, Matthew, Cass, Fabel McElduff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Chris Lutman, Rem T. Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emmeline, Cone Without Name, Sean C., Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C., Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, James R., Kane Kendrick, Don Bewley, Sky Evangeline, Tesla Et, Triceratops, Ray Kitsune, Harley Fleming, Jolene, Anna Maria, Felicia, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinsters, Casey Corn, Emlyn Laderna, John the Book Hoarder, SS66 Seeker, Leon, Lynx, Dame Valerie the Third, and Sarah. If you'd like to help us keep it rolling, check patreon.com slash dice roll. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.